In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Tonight I want to share with you some of the meditations of the Church Fathers on the Cross. I'll start off with one saying by St. John Chrysostom. He says, The cross is wood which lifts us up and makes us great. The cross uprooted us from the depth of evil and elevated us to the summit of virtue. And if you think about this quote by St. John Chrysostom, I think he's, he's very right. That's why they call him the, the golden mouth. It is the cross that makes us great. And the Coptic church is a great church because the people of this church embrace their cross. Even some people, they, they put it on their wrists. But because we love our cross, once I met someone, he was actually driving through the neighborhood here, and he asked me, you know, about our church. And when I told him our church is from Egypt, he seemed to know that Christians in that part of the world um, are persecuted. They're a persecuted church. But what he didn't know or what he didn't expect was me telling him that uh, persecution actually is a great blessing for the Coptic Church. It was a great blessing for the Coptic Church. And he found it so weird that we would speak so highly of this persecution. He found it weird that persecution would be considered blessing. And I think the confusion on, of this person stems from the inaccurate understanding of the cross. Inaccurate understanding of the cross. You know, sometimes we, we, we think of the cross only of the happy, the happy things of the cross. The things like part two of the cross. I remember like this past summer club, we, had, we were talking about, I think it was... No, it wasn't. Yanni, we had one lesson about the cross in summer club. And I asked the youth, like, what does the cross mean to you? Everyone said, Yanni, really nice, positive, like, very nice. The easy answer, joy, happiness. And that's all true, Yanni, that's all true. And definitely the good of the cross, like, outweighs all the, the other side. But actually part of the cross too, no one said humiliation. Fish had that humiliation. No one said the cross is suffering. This, no one, when you see a cross, you don't think suffering? Like, that's suffering. Humiliation. How about injustice? When you look at the cross, you, you, we forget like that part. Yeah, the second part, no doubt, is very important and is great and happiness and joy and strength and is very important. But I think we'll become like this man if we forget the first part of the cross. The first part of cross is pain, suffering, humiliation, and justice. Victory, the second part of the cross, only we experience if we do the, the first part. We only do. We only get to experience the second part if we experience, or the second part if we experience the first part. I know that's not easy to to swallow because no one's excited to be humiliated. Nobody wants to be except injustice. No one wants to to endure suffering. And actually, one thing that I found very comforting was actually the gospel of tomorrow in matins. 
Our Lord Jesus Christ, it's from John chapter 12, and our Lord Jesus Christ says, Now my soul is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. Father, save me from this hour. But for this purpose I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. And then he heard the, the voice from heaven that said, I have both glorified it, and I will glorify it again. And, and from this verse, we see that the glory of the cross actually came from the distress. Glory came from the trial of the cross. And actually, this verse shows us something very marvelous about the Lord Jesus Christ. It's just as, you know, we want to forget about that first part. It, the cross was not easy, easy for the Lord Jesus Christ to carry. Actually, we see the agony of our Lord on the, of speaking about the cross, even thinking about the cross. St. John Chrysostom, he says, and this, I was shocked when I, when I heard this, he says, as he draws near to the cross, his human nature appears, a nature that did not wish to die, but cleaved to this present life. He shows us that he is not quite without human feelings, like the Lord Jesus Christ has human feelings. For the desire of this present life is not necessarily wrong any more than hunger. Christ had a body free from sin, but not from natural infirmities. The beauty of the cross is that although it is difficult, and it even was difficult for the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord didn't ask to be spared from the cross. He didn't ask to be spared from it. Actually, He didn't say, save me from this hour. But he said, glorify your name. And St. John Chrysostom says that although we might be troubled or like sad, even as the thought of death or the thought of suffering, he says we can't run away from it. We have to be like Christ and say, glorify, glorify your name. And if you look at this, you'll see this even in the life of St. Paul. Like in St. Paul, in Acts chapter 20, the last like, talk he gave to the leaders of Ephesus, he says, I see now I go bound in the Spirit to Jerusalem, not knowing the things that will happen to me. I don't know what's going to happen to me, except that the Holy Spirit testifies in every city, saying that chains and tribulations await me. But none of these things move me. Nor do I count my life dear to myself, that I may finish my race with joy in the ministry which I receive from the Lord Jesus to testify of the gospel of the grace of God. This other day, um, a few of my friends have been reading the late memoirs of uh, Abuna Lua Sideros, and they, they told me, I haven't read it yet, but maybe Abuna can tell us more of the, uh, the story. They said when he was coming to get arrested, that the, the, the agent that was, or the officer that was coming to arrest him said, Matkhash. Uh, he said, <laughs> And I love that idea that, like, and you see that here in St. Paul, you see that in the followers of Christ, the ones who carry the cross, they're not scared. And I was scared for a little bee the other day, like there was a bee in the room and I could say, it's like, imagine you're about to be arrested and go to prison, and here St. Paul's about to go and be tortured, and, and he says, none of these things move me. None of these things move me. 
And this is the same idea that the, we learned this from the Lord Jesus Christ. Why would anyone, why would anyone have this mentality? Why would anyone want to carry a cross like this if it's so bitter and so difficult? It's because the cross turns the bitterness sweet. The cross turns all this bitterness sweet. You know the story of of Moses and the bitter waters and he put the wood in the, in, in, in the water and it became sweet. And you know the story, many stories in the Bible when Elijah, Elisha and they had the poisonous soup and he put flour and he turned it. All of these things, the bitterness of the world becomes sweet to those who carry the cross. It is once we see this, like, this bitterness and we see this struggle that we see the sweetness all the more. When we experience the weakness and the trial, we see the power of the cross even more. Yesterday we were reading um, a book by C.S. Lewis, a great thinker. It's on miracles, but I think what he said applies just as much to the cross. He says, why don't you see miracles now? Like, how come you don't see miracles? He says, because you don't live close to the miracles. He says, could you hear a train if you don't live close to the train station? You won't hear the train if you don't live close to the train station. If you want to see the power of God, if you want to see the sweetness of God, if you want to see the victory of God, you should come near to... Come near to the cross and you will see the power and you will see the victory of the cross. Another idea about the cross that I think we as Christians we need to embrace is that we need to live on a daily basis carrying our cross. And this is the idea of baptism. I know all of us were baptized very young. But really, our baptism is something that we should be thinking about like day in, day out. Because this is our life. This is us carrying the cross. And you know all the, the beautiful verses in Romans 6 about, do you know you were baptized? You were baptized into His death. So all of these ideas of baptism is very intimately linked with the cross. Actually, so intimately linked with the cross that actually I was reading something so fascinating the other day. It's by Yohanna ibn Abi Zakaria ibn Sibah in the 13th century Coptic theologian. He wrote something called The Precious Jewel in Ecclesiastical Sciences. And he wrote something that all the baptisms in the 13th century, they only do baptisms on one day of the year. Which day of the year? Said Good Friday. They would do all their baptisms on Good Friday. Why? Because they wanted to take this idea that you are carrying your cross and you are crucified with Christ on Good Friday. And I think this is in a concept that we need to think about. Like all of us, we've baptized on, we are carrying our cross through our baptism. The cross is what, in our baptism, makes us different. The Christians who carry their cross, they live differently. That's what baptism means. We live differently. We don't live as the world does. We live differently. Saint uh, Isaac the Syrian, I'll leave you with one from his ascetic homilies. He says, the cross is the door to mysteries. The door to mysteries. 
Through this door, the intellect makes entrance, entrance into the knowledge of heavenly mysteries. The knowledge of the cross is concealed in the suffering of the cross. The more our participation in its suffering, the greater the perception we gain through the cross. For as the Apostle says, as the suffering of Christ abound in us, so also our consolation also aboundeth by Christ. The cross is so marvelous, it turns so many things into, it transforms the pain into, into rejoicing. It is, as we say in the, in the Sali for Friday, something that I want to leave you with, says he, blessed is the man who forsakes this life and its vain pleasures that are full of suffering that kill the soul. And he who carries his cross day after day and keeps his mind and his heart on the name of salvation of our Lord Jesus Christ, our hearts are happy and our tongues rejoice whenever we sing to the name of salvation of our Lord Jesus Christ. The whole, like Friday of Sali, is actually really tied to the cross. I want us to rejoice in the cross, to remember both the, the first part and then, of course, the, the latter part. And glory be to God forever. Amen.